So we're going to take a new approach with our intro topics going forward, or at least for a little bit. We're going to see how it works. We're going to split it up and we're going to do what we're going to call fringy minis halfway through the week. And then once we get to Friday, you're going to get the main episode. You're just going to dive right into it. So we're going to try this out. Let us know what you think, if you like it, if you don't, and we'll see how it goes. Chelsea, I found a fun article to start this one off. I think it's the same professor that makes all these claims, but it's always good when you see the university attached to it. So this is a article from CBS News written by Mike Sullivan on July 7, 2023. The title, Harvard professor Avi Loeb believes he's found fragments of alien technology. Oh. So let's see what he actually has here. I think this is the guy who claimed that Oumuamua when it came through, that asteroid that went through our solar system, he said it was likely alien technology. So I'm pretty sure he's just a tenured oh, professor who likes that. to make UFO claims. <laughs> I admire that, actually. <laughs> All you got to do is get tenured and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> so let's it. go. Harvard professor Avi Loeb believes he may have found fragments of alien technology from a meteor that landed in the water of Papua New Guinea in 2014. Loeb and his team just brought the materials back to Harvard for analysis. The U.S. Space Command confirmed with almost near certainty 99.999% that the material came from another solar system. The government gave Loeb a 10-kilometer radius of where it may have landed. Quote, that is where the fireball took place and the government detected it from the Department of Defense. It's a very big area, the size of Boston, so we wanted to pin it down. End quote, said Loeb. I shouldn't say end quote when it just goes on. Continue quotes. We figure the distance of the fireball based off the time delay between the arrival of blast wave, the boom of explosion, and the light that arrived quickly. I hate what the only reason they break up is to say, said this guy. Why do they do that? <laughs> quote continues. Quote continues. No, the quote is done. Oh, no. Their calculations allowed them to chart the potential path of the meteor. Those calculations happened to carve a path right through the same projected 10-kilometer range that came from the U.S. government. Loeb and his crew took a boat called the Silver Star out to the area, and the ship took numerous passes along and around the meteor's projected path. Researchers combed the ocean floor by attaching a sled full of magnets to their boat. Quote, We found 10 spherules. These are almost perfect spheres or metallic marbles. When you look at them through a microscope, they look very distinct from the background, explained Loeb. Quote, damn it, I'm just going to skip that part. They have colors of <laughs> gold, blue, brown, and some of them resemble a miniature of the Earth, end quote. The analysis of the composition showed that the spherules are made of 84% iron, 8% silicon, 4% magnesium, and 2% titanium, plus trace elements. They are sub-millimeter in size, and the crew found 50 of them in total. Quote, it has material strength that is tougher than all space rocks that were seen before and cataloged by NASA. It does end quote there, but I'm just going to push through. We calculated its speed outside of the solar system. It was 60 kilometers per second, faster than 95% of all stars in the vicinity of the sun. The fact that it was made of the material tougher than even iron meteorites and moving faster than 95% of all stars in the vicinity of the sun suggests potentially it could be a spacecraft from another civilization or some technological gadget, end quote. He likens the situation to any of the Voyager spacecrafts launched by NASA. Quote, they will exit the solar system in 10,000 years. Just imagine them colliding with another planet far away a billion years from now. They would appear as a meteor of a composition moving faster than usual, explained Loeb. The research and analysis is just beginning at Harvard. Loeb is trying to understand if the cereals are artificial or natural. If they are natural, it will give the researchers insight into what materials may exist outside of our solar system. If it is artificial, the questions really begin. Quote, it will take us tens of thousands of years to exit our solar system with our current spacecrafts to another star. This material spent that time arriving to us, but it's already here. We just need to check our backyard to see if we have packages from an interstellar Amazon that takes billions of years for the travel. End quote. Guy thinks he's funny too, eh? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, he is tenured, he's and yeah. he with UFOs. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> he still he's, has more debris funny. to research and hours of unwatched footage from the cameras attached to their sled. He believes that there is a chance the spherules could be small breadcrumbs to a bigger find. Quote, they also help us pinpoint any big piece of meteor we could find in a future expedition. We hope to find a big piece of the object that survived the impact because then we can tell if it's a rock or technological gadget. That's the end of the article. Chelsea, what do you think? I think it has potential. Yeah, and it is interesting to kind of see it. Basically, I like the way he explained it. Like our Voyager space probe has been out there for 40 years now, 50 years now, and it'll be dead by the time it hits anything. Yeah. And if it did hit something, it wouldn't really resemble the state it was in when it was launched. So it would look very crude, but there would be signs of like, I guess intelligent design behind it is a weird way to put it. But yeah, there's just, you gotta look at it. No, I think that's a perfect way to put it. And like universe has been allowed a lot longer than we have. So it would make sense if another civilization got to our level and did a space probe like that, it would eventually crash somewhere. Yeah. Or, you know, because they thought there might be life here. They saw the dinosaurs. They're like, let's go get the dinosaurs. They launched it. <laughs> Boy, are they going to be disappointed. Unless it landed in like an alligator pond. Or near the chickens. Because I believe that's actually where chickens originate is in that area too. Maybe a little further in, but chickens are like jungle fowl. Or in Africa. I love that. I think it's super exciting. But I feel like I'm always let down in stories like this. So This guy doesn't let down. He's tenured. He don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. If we never hear of this again, I'm going to assume it was some sort of intelligent design. If not, I guess we're going to hear that it was just meteorite. It's either we'll hear about it again or it will be too boring to actually follow up on. But I don't think this will be the last time we hear from Avi yet. <laughs> For sure not. But I feel like if we don't hear about it, it probably was intelligent design. Covered up. Yeah, exactly. Chelsea, anything else you want to add to this? I haven't seen anything like that on my travels recently that I can comment on, really. So I think that's it. Okay, that does it, I guess, for this part of the week. Stay tuned for later in the week when you get the full episode.